Bearded Bowman One man, one beard, traverses the vast network of medical facilities to face his greatest foe, regulatory irregularities. In an effort to constantly meet expectations of different inspectors with differing interpretations of standard and the impending doom of the facility who lays at the whim of their scope, a biomed jumps into action to save the day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to an all-new episode of the Bearded Biomed, episode 18, Regulatory Irregularities. Now, this episode, I'm going to jump into some recent experiences I've had taking care of my customers that have had some less than adequate um, interactions with some regulatory inspectors. And I'm going to show you what I mean by irregularities and how common sense or just the standards interpretations can be a little bit different depending on the inspector you get. So without any further ado, I'm just going to jump into it. You will never see more effort taken into addressing concerns of hospitals that are within their window for a drop in visits from Joint Commission, DMV, CMS, whatever regulatory uh, officer you might be having visit you. They're going to essentially spark some interest in getting the hospital as perfect as possible. What truly perplexes me is the fact that the biomed will make the facility abundantly clear that as a facility, they are failing to meet regulatory compliance. Then we will provide a solution and it be completely ignored. This is not the case everywhere. And luckily, the word of the HTM professional does hold tout within medical facilities across America. But for those who do not care until it is time to point fingers, you know exactly who you are. And I'm just telling you to get your crap together. That's all. It's a two-way street in regards to meeting and respecting regulatory guidelines. I've seen both sides of that coin and having to navigate those expectations, especially when they can shift out of nowhere for an arbitrary notion that doesn't hold any similarity at any other facility within that region. Examples? Well, I'm glad you asked, my bearded ecosystem of listeners. It has become common knowledge at this point, and if you do not know, you haven't been paying attention, that surge protector strips, special purpose, or relocatable power taps, uh, clinical, non-clinical, must be permanently attached, which would mean it cannot be sitting on the floor willy-nilly, for all manner of liquid intrusion, trip hazard, safety concerns, go down the list. These power strips must be UL1363A or UL60601-1 listed, meaning those wonky, craptastic ones that you're buying off of Amazon or going to the dollar store or Walmart, using them instead of recommended hospital-grade trip light, wire bulb, power mate, etc. That's the wrong answer. I see those power strips all the time and pull them from the OR rooms, surgical areas, inform the staff of this is not a compliance meeting power strip. Next time I show up, it is right back there. You're literally killing your regulatory compliance. 
the reason the episode was sparked to begin with is the inspectors that we deal with as biomeds, we are doing all we can to meet your guidelines in adding these power tats via asset management tracking and annual electrical safety inspections. Now, one would expect if we are in fact doing these electrical safety inspections, asset management on these power taps and adding them to our CMMS databases, that they are essentially being regarded as their own separate medical device, correct? Now, if that is indeed what we are agreeing upon, since that is the requirement you have laid forth to us, then why is the PowerMate IV pole power strip making my life so difficult? To get into the story, essentially, this surgery center has several of the PowerMate IV pole power taps. If you go to their website, they meet all of those requirements. This inspector walked in and said, those power strips that, mind you, were mounted to IV poles, were not on the floor. This is a IV pole mounted power tap. Cannot be on the IV pole because there is not a IV pump or other medical device on that pole. You have to take that IV pole mounted power tap and mount it to a cautery cart or something else. Essentially, even though we are treating this device as an actual medical asset, you're saying it cannot be used for the purpose that it was created for, which it has been approved for, and has to be mounted on something it was never meant to be mounted on because another piece of equipment, it's not attached to that pole. You're killing me. I guess the question that I have to propose is that, is this the standard or are you essentially picking and choosing so you can have your cake and eat it too? Um, I'm not saying all inspectors like that, but I have come across several that kind of have a little bit of a power trip. And, you know, if you really consider that for hospitals wanting to continue their accreditation or to become accredited, they're at the power and whim of these inspectors. And I've never heard of a facility going through without having something nitpicked because, you know, they want to be able to have something on the report. And I kind of feel like this was something to that manner because they were on the inventory. They were inspected. They were within date. They were properly mounted and they wanted to throw in some weird thing that I've never heard of. This goes back to a previous episode where I had mentioned that one other particular surgery center was told by an inspector that they have to have every individual outlet within the facility stickered with a preventive maintenance uh, electrical safety sticker by the biomeds to ensure that they were properly inspected. Need mind you, we have ISO compliant reports that go through the whole slew of everything that goes in with receptacle testing, both clinical and non-clinical areas. And again, that was completely ignored. But neither here nor there. And seeing as how this episode has kind of gotten into the theme of power taps, uh, surge protector receptacles, etc., why do you as clinicians feel the need to daisy chain these strips? First off, that is a fire hazard. And I would assume if you're an adult, that's kind of power strip 101. Don't hook these things daisy chaining them to the wall. Secondly, not all medical devices require to be hooked up to 
a power strip to begin with. Anesthesia units, uh, ventilators, waste management systems, balloon pumps, they should just be plugged directly in your red outlet in your OR rooms. You don't need to have them hooked up into the surge protectors. Going back to what I mentioned before, these little cheap rink-a-dink power strips that you guys have in the OR rooms, is it a matter of you not being able to get the required funding to purchase these strips. They obviously they cost a little bit more than an average power strip. But secondly, if you're going for regulatory compliance and meeting those expectations and safety concerns, what are you doing? It literally boggles my mind sometimes that I will come into an R room and they'll have like cell phones and radios and just weird items plugged into these medical grade surge protectors all the stuff that should be plugged into them is not or like i said i'll come across and stuff should be mounted on the the cart or pole or what have you and they'll just be strewed across the the floor and they wonder why i'm always bringing this up now this is only a minute aspect of ultimately meeting inspector expectations But, I mean, it's such a simple yet apparently elegant component of surgical environment, medical device asset management. And we just need to do a better job of that. Obviously, the biomed's there to educate and to obviously test and make sure that everything is following safety protocols. The inspector is there to assure that everything is meeting those accreditation standards. But there is also a component that lies within the clinician to recognize and understand and do the work to help meet those expectations, work with your biomeds so that we can ultimately make sure that your facility is top-notch, laced up, ready to go. Because that's what it's all about, man. It's about quality care. It's about patient safety. And if we're not doing the little things then we might be missing the big things. So that is all I got for this episode. I'm really looking forward to next week's episode. I'm going to be doing the show live from the MD Expo in Atlanta, Georgia, April 12th and 13th. Should be doing a live stream from Facebook and YouTube at the minimum. Also going to do a rendered recording afterwards, just so those of y'all that aren't able to interact, ask questions, get a live view of the expo, you'll still have something to divulge and uh, sink your teeth into. If you are coming to the expo, I'm excited to meet all you guys. Stop by. If you want to sit down, talk biomed with me at the show. That's the whole purpose of it. I really just want to meet as many people within our community, link up and network, man. That's what it's all about. Now, this episode at the MD Expo is going to be the final episode of season one. It's been a journey, man. I I really appreciate every one of you as a listener, all of my guests, all the future guests I got lined up. Season two is going to be awesome as well because I'm going to do some format changes. This is not going to be just the standard, you know, I got a topic, I'm going to talk to you. I want to kind of make this more of like a radio segment kind of deal. Um, I'm going to hit different topics within the field, different news stories, um, bring on guests to talk about those topics, what they got going on in the field. Uh, Let's make this exciting. Let's make it bigger. Let's make it more bearded. And I'm just excited for just improving on the biomed field, reaching out to you guys. It's been incredible. I love every single one of you. You're doing great things. Keep doing the great work. Might be the unsung hero to many, 
but you are a hero to me doing the day in, day out work, kicking ass, taking names, and holding it down for patient care, patient safety. As always, I am the Bearded Biomed, your friendly neighborhood host of this podcast, and may the beard be with you. Take care. I'll catch you next time. Tune in next week. Bearded Biomed. <laughs>